Oh, oh, I'm not even gonna do it because I don't have to. Nope. I don't have to. Because you guys know what the fuck is up. Hey, hey, I am rolling down the Imperial Highway with the big nasty red at my side. What's up, Amanda Montana? Santa and the wind's blowing <laughs> hot from the north. We were born to ride. What's up, you guys? What's going on? Welcome to My Blue Thoughts. That's right. These are my blue thoughts. They're not yours. So please don't try to use my... Please don't plagiarize me, okay? I say a lot of things, and a lot of things I say come true. Not always, but a lot of things I say come true. Welcome. Uh, This is My Blue Thoughts. This is my Dodger podcast where I talk about my most favorite baseball team in the world. My my favorite team in the world, um, the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm your host, Peter Sirs. You're welcome. Uh, Let's go, man. (laughs) Let's just get right into the things. Um, I'm sorry about last week. I uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm not sorry. I didn't do it on purpose, but I would not be authentic to myself or the general nature of this show if I didn't share my experience with you going to this Hulsa Jewelers game last week. So we are back now. It's a new week. The Dodgers are, uh, I mean, I could say a lot. I could say a lot. I mean, there's there's so many things... I can say, number one, they're on a seven-game winning streak. They won every game this week. Two sweeps at home, also uh, taking three out of four against the Padres at home. So when you end that, I'm trying to do math here. That's what I I thought the long pause was. One, two, three, four. uh, So 10 out of 11 at home over the last, you know, week and a half and because of that, you guys can see in the standings, the Dodgers have really distanced themselves from our quote-unquote rival, the San Diego Padres. Um, I mean, at this point now, it's weird because I don't know if you guys remember like at the beginning of the season for like the first, like almost like the first month. You know, every team in the NL West was above 500, and you're like, oh, you know, and Dave Roberts has gone, you know, on record saying the NL West is the best division in baseball, and now you look at it, and only three of the teams are above 500, and barely, you know, the the Diamondbacks or D-backs, whatever they're decided to call themselves this week, um, are, you know, 18 and a half games behind, 10 games below 500 it's same with the Rockies Giants are 43 and 41 only two games above 500 so you know they're falling fast they uh you know they're 12 and a half out the Padres are eight out like these teams are falling and it's the perfect time because the Dodgers are that what this is what's crazy you guys you know you know, I talk about, I make fun of all the Dodger fan sites and all the, the shit talking that goes on in there. And 
fire this guy and release this guy and trade for so and so and the bring back Kike Hernandez. Like I mean, the shit that you see on these fucking pages is just like I can't, I can't. And that's why I, I, I don't comment back anymore. I don't. But um, I mean, the to think. You know, we've talked about it. It seems like every week, right? You know, the Dodgers have just withstood injuries to almost everybody at this point. You know, I mean, obviously Muncie was recovering from an injury. Now he's finally, you know, starting to get healthy. And he's starting to hit the ball with authority and hit home runs again. And the average is slowly kind of creeping. I mean, he's never been a high average guy, but... You know, it's definitely trending in the right direction to where you, you know, I'm confident that at the end of the season, it's going to be closer, you know, to what his baseball card usually says, you know, somewhere in the 260 range. Like, I think, I think Max can do that. Same with Justin Turner. Justin Turner's been on fire. You know, the Dodgers have, have had Mookie Betts down for three weeks. Oh, what does he do? He comes back fucking walk off I mean it's an infield single but still it's a walk off two home run game Mookie had this week um, Mookie now is tied are you ready for this for the major league record in multi home run games from the leadoff position here's a fun quiz uh, tell me who you think is the leader in multi home run games out of the leadoff spot. I'll give you uh, until the end of the episode, and then if I don't forget, because I'm a little stoned right now, I will tell you the answer. Don't Google it. Just think about it. I mean, there's really... I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not not even going to tell you this, okay? Just if you're a baseball person, think about who it might be, okay? Um, But, you know, he had a cracked rib, and I I mean, you know, the severity of... I told you guys, like, I cracked a rib... um, earlier this year and you know it's just one of those things you can't really do anything just kind of stay off it and don't aggravate it and it kind of heals itself and you know I talked about him in my eyes being very similar uh, to Kobe Bryant but he's also a Jordan sponsored athlete and you know Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant are kind of you know the same they're not the same person, but they're very close to being the same person. And so if Jordan says, like, yeah, like, I want this guy to wear my brand, then you know he's a fucking winner. You know he's going to go out there, maybe even when he's a little hurt, and do whatever he can to help the team win. I mean, you know, he'll play second base if they need it. You know what I mean? He's such a dynamic player. And he's an all-star. He's a starting right fielder. Thank God. Thank God fans took time out of their day of complaining about players and complaining about Dave Roberts and all that shit they do. Thank God. I mean, I shouldn't say thank God because, you know, I don't want to upset people. But, like, just the fact that we actually were able to vote two of our players into the All-Star game. Like, I was worried. Oddly enough, though, our, our old friend Jock was voted in. And I wonder how much of that is people, you know, voting him in because, you know, we loved him when he was here, except for my buddy Juan, who's a fucking hater. Um, <laughs> love you, buddy. Um, you know, I loved Jock. He was my favorite Dodger, you know, the whole time he was here. 
Um, so I wonder how much of it, 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 it's, it's. I just wonder because if he was on any other team and he was having the kind of year he's having, I think he's got like 15 home runs right now. Um, if he was having this kind of year with any other team, then I'd be like, yeah, of course Dodger fans would bring him back and vote him into the starting lineup. But as a giant, it's like, I mean, between you and me, I think I told you guys already, but I unfollowed him. <laughs> he was my favorite player when he was in the Dodgers. And, you know, I still followed him when, you know, we let him go and whatnot. But when I saw that he signed with the Giants, sorry, dude, you're getting a fucking unfollow, dude. I hate the fucking Giants, okay? I know I've told the story a million times, uh, but Tommy Lasorda's story, when they asked him to go into the Giants' dugout, if you haven't heard it, it goes like this. I'll tell it again. I it, It's funny because I, I don't like repeating myself, but I've done so many of these and then other podcasts that sometimes I forget what I say. And I know I've said this before, but um, at the same time, I listen to Rogan a lot, and he'll repeat himself all the fucking time because his guests don't listen to a lot of his episodes. And so if he wants to tell them something, then the listeners have to be like, okay, here's the story about, you know, MK Ultra again or whatever he's talking about. So here's a story, okay? I don't know what year it was. It wasn't too long ago. It was, you know, sometime in, you know, late, early, you know, 2010, 20, I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit before that, but, you know, within the last 10 years or so, probably. Anyway, uh, Thomas sort of goes up to San Francisco uh, for Dodgers Giants and the clubhouse attendant comes to Tommy Lasorda and says, hey, Mr. Lasorda, um, Willie Mays is in the Giants clubhouse and he wants you to, you know, come say hello. And then Tommy's answer was, I don't care if Jesus Christ himself was in that clubhouse. I'm not stepping foot in the Giants clubhouse. I'm a Dodger. And fuck yeah, dude, we hate the Giants. So, sorry, Jock, I actually still like you, but I fucking hate the Giants. So, but, you know, good for him getting to start the All-Star game. I think it's his first start, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Speaking of the All-Star game, you know, uh, fuck you guys. I have such a dilemma. I'm not sure if I'm going to go, and it's kind of leaning towards I'm not going to go. Um, I just, man, flights, flights are so fucking expensive and I have to be back in Oklahoma. So I'm in Oklahoma right now still because I just had shows in Wichita. Sorry, I'll get some more baseball stuff in a second. This is all-star game related. So it's Dodger related. Um, so I had shows in Wichita. So I came back to Oklahoma for a couple days and I'm going to St. Louis this week to see the Dodgers play the Cardinals. You're welcome. Uh, and, uh, my plan was going to the game, but then I booked a job, a comedy job, um, the 20th through the 23rd back here in Oklahoma. And so with the fl- cost of fl- – because I was going to go home after St. Louis, so I would have been back, and then I could have gone to the All-Star game and whatever. But since I booked this job, and I'm at the point where, like, I'm I'm telling you guys, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with my comedy. I don't, I don't know who listens to this show other than, like, my friend. I know, like – more people listen to the show than I know personally is what I'm saying. So, like, I know my friends that listen to this podcast and maybe if I have any of my family that's listening, um, listen to this show and know 
have seen me do stand-up, but if you haven't seen me, like, I'm just in a place where I'm, I'm really turning a corner artistically, and it's, it's really cool, but because of that, like, I have to work as much as possible, because I'm not famous yet, so any opportunities that I get, I have to take them, and so on this opportunity came up at the last minute it's in Oklahoma I was like yeah I'll take it and it's like fuck so once I got that I, I took it as a sign that like I'm supposed to stay out here and I won't go to the game and whatever and so and plus I was looking at flights and it's just like if I go back for the game and then come back and then fly back home like it's gonna cost me you know somewhere between 12 and 1500 dollars and that's money that I could potentially use to finish off the rest of my baseball tour you know I don't it's not like I'm rich so it's like I kind of have to make a decision very soon and so I'm kind of just looking for a couple I'm waiting on a couple things so I can fully make a decision but I'm leaning towards not going which I know it's a once in a lifetime thing and you know hopefully they'll come back before I die and then I'll go and it'll be different because I'll be old but maybe it'll be even sweeter but you know I thought I thought about it you know and it's like I got to, I've been to the, the World Series, you know, quite a few times now. I got to see them win the World Series, you know, back in 2020 in person, you know, like, I've done a lot of cool shit, and, you know, if I have to decide between completing this uh, League of My Own Tour, going to all 30 ballparks this year, versus going to the All-Star Game, it's like, I think I gotta kind of lean towards going to all 30 ballparks, just... I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would love to be there. Like, in, in a perfect world, I'd be famous, and money wouldn't be an issue, but it's just, I gotta, you know, I'm not a rock star. I can't just fucking hop on a private jet or take a plane that, you know, I have to I have to have a budget. <laughs> and uh, partial, part part of it, too, is I was supposed to work uh, in St. Louis next weekend headlining, and that was a lot of money I was counting on, and that gig got canceled, so it's whatever, man. So, anyway, but I'm glad to see, you know, obviously Clayton not only deserves it because he's Clayton Kershaw, but statistically, he has been just fucking... I don't know how he does it, dude. I don't. Like, I was watching the game on Saturday, and it was it was hard because I was at my show. So, you know, I'm in, I was in... I was in Kansas this weekend, and so, like, the shows are at 7.30, and then on Saturday we have... Uh, Friday and Saturday we also have 10 o'clock shows. So, basically... The show, the show, the 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 Dodger games are on at seven. So basically, as our show, first show is ending, the game is starting. So I'm like, at my show, as people are leaving, you know, the club, you know, oh, you're so funny, thank you for performing, and blah blah blah, and buying merchandise and stuff. And meanwhile, like I'm sitting at my table with all my merch set up, and I'm watching the game on my phone, you know, and I'm just watching Clayton just fucking deal, and deal. And he's striking out 10 guys like, you know, you guys remember, like, a few years ago, you know, there was some talk like Clayton's losing it. And, like, obviously he's on the downward part of his career, but, like, he's kind of had a bit of resurgence. Like, 2020 he was outstanding, obviously. And then last year he was pretty good, you know, was not the Kershaw we knew. His ERA was a little bit higher than we'd like, you know, than we're used to. I want to say it was a little above three last year, and then he got hurt, you know, at the end, so he couldn't even pitch in the playoffs, but you're just like, man, and whatever he did in this offseason, like, his, his velocity's up, he's, he's not throwing 96, 97 anymore, but, you know, he's hitting 92, 93, like, I've seen him hit, 
up to 94 a couple times, you know, but then his slider is just so devastating. And his curveball, now he's throwing a changeup. And I've seen him drop down and throw sidearms sometimes. And it's like, dude, this fucking guy has been pitching, you know, since since 2008 in the major leagues. And he's been one of the best pitchers since, I don't know, 2010, you know, when he really kind of started to come in his own. And and he's still doing it, even though he doesn't have that velocity. It's just like, fuck, dude, like, he's so good. And so obviously, kind of that start on Saturday, I feel like, was it Saturday or Friday? I don't remember when it was, but I just remember I was watching it. I think it was Saturday. And it's just like, okay, well, he punched his ticket to the fucking All-Star game, dude. And now Tony Gonsolin, you know, also just fucking dealing when he's going out there. 11-0, dude. His ERA is, what, 1.56, I think. And so now you have to, like, okay, so here's a, here's a debate, too. Oh, by the way, uh, the answer to the question, I'm, 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 I'm stoned, so I want to make sure I forget. I remember before at the end of the episode, the, the player who is tied with Mookie Betts for most multi-home run games from the leadoff position is not Ricky Henderson, like I'm sure most of you guys probably believed, which I thought that it would have been him, was actually Alfonso Soriano, who obviously, or maybe not obviously, but, you know, did some time with, uh, obviously, you know, he made a name for himself playing with the Yankees, and then he went to, what, the Cubs, and then the Nationals, and I don't remember where he finished his career, but... He was a fucking stud for a while, dude. So, you know, not necessarily your prototypical leadoff hitter, but, I mean, these days, like, there there aren't really very many prototypical leadoff hitters. You know, to me, Mookie isn't even a prototypical leadoff hitter, but, I mean, he's just such a dynamic player, and he's so fast. Like, I mean, he, he does remind me a lot of, of Ricky Henderson. You know, he's got style, uh... Not as arrogant as 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 Ricky Henderson, you know. Like, uh, I used to love. I mean, I know I'll, I'll talk. This is my blue thoughts, but uh, Ricky Henderson was my favorite player for a while because uh, he didn't play center field, but he played outfield. But he had style, dude. He had fucking style. He would hit one, of, and I was a big stolen base guy, you know. Like I, and I'm I'm still a big stolen base guy when I play. Like I love stealing bases, and. Uh, you know, he was kind of like a player that I tried to model, you know, watching watching him and stealing bait. But I would love when he would hit a home run and then kind of pop his collar <laughs> as he was like approaching first base, dude, and do a little stutter step as he was headed into the bases and just talk about himself in the third person. And it was just like, it was just so fucking, he was great. But uh, Alfonso Soriano was the one that had, you know, the most multi-home run, the multi-home run leadoff hitter, multi, most multi-home run games from a leadoff position. God, why can't I say that? Oh, I know I'm stoned. So Alfonso Soriano, but um, again, a great week for the Dodgers, despite the fact that we also lost Chris Taylor. Like that's what I was going to get into. It's like the fact that they're sitting right now, like I said, eight games above the uh, the, the Padres, who are supposed to be our rivals in the standings. And, you know, to be honest, they still haven't played their... I mean, record-wise, like, yeah, they, they're playing great baseball. Like, they won, I said, 10 out of 11, you know, at home this last, you know, week and a half. They are 
on a seven-game winning streak heading into this little uh, series with the Cardinals and the Giants. But they're sitting at 56 and 29. They've got the second best record in Major League Baseball, um, tied with the Astros. Actually, ironically, um, you know the Yankees are fucking rolling, dude, steamrolling, and good for them. Um, I don't think the Yankees can beat the Dodgers in the in the World Series. I just don't think their pitching can line up. I know they got great pitching. They got Garrett Cole and Nestor the Molester. Oh, I can't say that, right? Fuck you. I'll say it, dude. I don't care. I don't have kids. I'm not saying that I want them to molest any kids. I'm just... Uh, someone got... An, an, an announcer got in trouble for saying that. And I'm just like, dude, this fucking... People are fucking soft, dude, these days. I'm sorry. People are soft as fuck. I mean that both figurative, figuratively and literally, okay? Um, so anyway... Yes, the Yankees have the best record. They have the highest run differential. But, you know, I watch them because they're on ESPN a lot. And I watch highlights. And, yeah, like, they're powerful. They got Stanton and fucking Judge and Anthony Rizzo, you know, and Josh Donaldson. And, you know, fucking, I get it, dude. DJ LeMayhew and fucking, what's the their, their catcher's last name? Alvarez or fucking, I forget. It's Latin, dude. Anyway. Um, but I just think the Dodgers can, because the Dodgers pitching is just, you know, we got guys like Gonsolin and fucking Tyler Anderson who are having career years in Kershaw and Julio Urias, who was a 20 game winner last year, who frankly, I thought should have been an all-star and then he shit the bed on Sunday, you know, and then you still got Walker Bueller coming back and then you still have Dustin May coming back and it's just like. The Dodgers have an embarrassment of riches in their rotation. And when you come into the playoffs, you know, that rotation is only going to be four guys. So you're going to have some games where, you know, you're going to be facing two starters. And then, you know, then you just got to worry about maybe getting one or two innings out of the bullpen and you're good. Which, you know, it could be an issue because Kibro has been so inconsistent. But the Dodgers are not playing their best baseball. That's the moral of the story. They have had dealt with multiple injuries, injuries that would have decimated any team, and yet they're sitting right there with the second-best record in Major League Baseball, and they haven't even played their best baseball. And I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather have them playing their best baseball heading into the postseason than doing it in April and May. Do you know what I mean? They're still winning the games in those in, in April and May, but... I just want them to be hot at the right time. Tony Gonsolin, you know, if you, it, this is this is debate, and I was going to talk about this, and then I got into another topic, but who starts the All-Star game? You know, Gonsolin, <coughs> excuse me, Gonsolin has the better numbers this season, but, you know, you know, I know. Sorry, guys, I need to get a drink of water for a second. Hang on. Sorry. I'm choking, I'm choking, I'm choking. <laughs> I don't know why I was coughing, but anyway. Um, you know, Clayton Kershaw, who's the best pitcher I've ever seen, and maybe the, the best pitcher I ever will see. Uh, I'm so grateful and thankful that, you know, he came at a time when I was, you know, I still had season tickets 
and I got to see him like a lot. And then even postseason tickets, like you know, I would look at the schedule. You know, obviously once I started doing stand up, I still went to a lot of games, but you know, I couldn't always go on the weekends. But if I had a night off and I saw that Clayton Kershaw was pitching, like I went because you know, as as kids, you know, we grow up. And we, we hear about, you know, the Dodger greats like Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale and obviously Jackie Robinson. And you're just like, man, like I would have loved to have seen them play. And you hear stories. And, you know, for me, you know, I'll get a little I'll get a little personal. But, you know, I've talked about it on here. But, you know, my mom and my grandma were the ones that took me to Dodger games, not my dad. My dad went sometimes, and he coached me in Little League, you know. <laughs> I think he just really liked. I don't know, dude. I, I, I'll never know, honestly, because he loved me. But I think also part of it, like, because, you know, he didn't take the chances of, like, going away to school when he had scholarship offers for track. And so I think he just really wanted to push me in sports so that I would be good and I would not make the same mistake that he did, which I didn't. I don't think. Um, I don't know. I haven't smoked meth, so I think I'm good there. But um, my point is, is like, I think as a kid, you know, you grow up and you hear these stories about. Like my dad, like my, I'm saying my dad didn't take me to games and like talk to me about baseball, and you know tell me about players and like all the stuff that I learned about that for the most part. Like even though my mom and grandma took me, you know, I learned it from Ben Scully. You know, like the storytelling that I grew up with and hearing about these legendary players was from Ben Scully. You know, talking about the great Gil Hodges and Jim Gilliam, you know, and Roy Campanella and, you know, Sandy Koufax and, you know, and it's, so they, it's kind of like they paint these pictures of like these legends that I have in my mind. And, you know, it would have been cool to hear stories like that from my dad, like firsthand. So I always was kind of like, if I ever have kids, if I ever have a son that loves baseball like I do, he fucking better. Um, I want to be able to tell him about Clayton Kershaw, like I that I got to watch Clayton Kershaw. You know, like I would tell him I, I never missed the chance to see Clayton Kershaw. You know, I think I've seen Clayton pitch, you know, three times. I've lucked out two of the road games that I've gone to this year. I've gotten to see Kershaw, and. You know, I, I get to pass that on, or, and maybe one day I'll have grandkids even, and I'll get to tell them about Kershaw, you know? I mean, obviously, they'll have the internet and whatever, and, but, like, you know, that first hand, I tell people all the time, like, he's the best pitcher I've seen. So you have this debate of, okay, do you give it to arguably the greatest Dodger pitcher of all time to start an all-star game? Because I don't think he's ever started an all-star. I don't remember. I know they were talking about it on... Uh, baseball tonight, or not baseball tonight, fuck, I'm old, that shit's been gone for like three or four years, um, Sunday night baseball, but it's like, does, I don't think he's started an all-star, I, I don't remember, um, 
I guess I could Google it right now. You guys are probably killing me. Like, he started in this year. I don't know. Has Clayton Kershaw. Shit, sorry. Started an all-star game. You guys hate me. I'm sorry. It's actually pretty good, though, since I'm... This is pretty good, considering. Um, I don't think he has, but... So, anyway, even if he has, you have the debate. He's obviously never started it in L.A., so you have the debate. Do you give it to the guy who's clearly more deserving this year, Tony Gonsolin? Or, uh, you know, I mean, I know it, fucking Alcantara is putting up fucking numbers in Miami, but no one's going to the All-Star game in L.A. to watch fucking Sandy Alcantara, whatever the fuck his first name is. Um, so do you give it to the guy that's had the best season this year, or do you give it to the best Dodger pitcher of all time? Who's also pitching really fucking good this year, especially considering, you know, he's towards the end of his career. And, you know, we, we, it's, it's, all, it's in the back of all of our minds, you know. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It's like, obviously, I think the, the Dodgers have a very good chance of winning the World Series this year. A very, very good chance of winning the World Series this year. And 100%, I would think that if they won the World Series this year, Clayton Kershaw retires. I think that's a very good possibility. And I think he's probably, you know, this he signed a one-year deal, obviously, to come back and see how healthy he could be, but also to see, to win a World Series and end his career a champion. And so, you know, in his last, yeah, he's never started an All-Star game. Um, you know, in what could be his last season, starting in the All-Star game in his home park in front of his home fans who love him. You know, we love Clayton Kershaw. We love him. You know, you know, obviously, yeah, like some Dodger fans, if they want to be pessimistic and be assholes, you know, we'll bring up, like, some of those playoff games against the Cardinals in, what, 2013 and 2014. But I remember the Clayton Kershaw that fucking came out of the bullpen back in, what, was it 2015 against the Nationals? Or was that 2016? Yeah, 2016. And fucking came in for the save after Kenley had gone, like, you know, two-plus two innings in that game five in Washington. in enemy territory no less like and the Kershaw that fucking was dealing in the World Series and you know helped us fucking win a World Series dude you know I was fucking there he didn't and now and there's a thing though you know Tony the people that think Tony Gonsolin is a fluke Tony Gonsolin people forget started game six of the World Series in 2020 he didn't pitch the whole game he you know he was still a rookie he had short leashes but the Dodgers trusted him enough back then, two years ago, to fucking start game six of the World Series. He started game two, I think, too. He started another game. I don't remember. I was, I mean, I, obviously I went to a couple World Series games, but he started a couple. 
and so it, it'll be interesting, you know, if, if you ask me, you gotta give it to Clayton, you know, if Tony Gonsolin is anything, he, he's still gonna get to pitch, he's still gonna hear the fans cheer for him, and whatever, and he's got plenty of, you know, potential all-star games, and all-star games that he could start in in the future, if he does anything like he's doing this year, you know, but I think we got to give it to Clayton, you know, former MVP, former Cy Young, just what a great thing, potential send-off even for him to start the All-Star game in his home park in his, what could be his last season, you know what I mean, so, uh, I'm excited, dude, I'm excited to go up to St. Louis uh, this week, I've never been just I've driven through St. Louis a couple times, but I've never been to St. Louis. Can't wait to see the fans and hear them and just experience that whole thing. And I'm told there's some kind of like village outside of the stadium that I have to go to. So I'm glad that, you know, I've been telling people. So, you know, it'll this will be what this will be the fourth or fifth ballpark. I know it's see. I saw them in Minnesota. I saw them in Arizona. I saw them in Chicago, right? And I saw them in Cincinnati. So this will be the fifth uh, ballpark that I've seen them in. I've seen the Dodgers, the fifth road ballpark that I've seen them in this season. So I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Like I said, excited to try some barbecue. Uh, you know, I, I, I just, I'm just excited, dude. This is, uh, you know, I was talking about it the other day but like going to all these ballparks you know obviously it's a it's a bucket list anybody who loves baseball it's a bucket list thing you know everybody wants to do it you know um it just made me it just it's it's just reminded me how much i love baseball like obviously i'm a huge dodger fan the the biggest you know but I, I also just love baseball. Like, I can't I, – it's it's killing me. Like, my, my Sunday team started playing, but since I booked these gigs, like, I can't – I'm missing the first couple games, and that kills me because I love being out there. I love playing. I've been going to the batting cages and playing catch and stuff and getting ready. But it's just like going to all these games, like, you know, and going to the minor league games that I went to. It's just like I just, I just love baseball, you know. And I'm glad that I have a, a platform where I can talk about the you know the team I love and the sport I love because you know so many comics, you know like I I live and breathe comedy too you know I'm all about it I'll fucking go anywhere to do comedy and I I, I do I go anywhere, um, but also like they're just so one dimensional because all they want to talk about is comedy and then they have a podcast where they talk about comedy and it's like okay but what else dude you know these are my blue thoughts I love the Dodgers but. Going to all these ballparks has, you know, kind of, I don't know, I've kind of fallen in love with baseball again. Like, you know, just being able to watch, like, as I record this podcast, I'm watching the Red Sox and the Yankees because it's like, yeah, it's on ESPN all the fucking time. But, like, who doesn't want to watch Red Sox Yankees, especially when they're both good, you know? So it's just, I love baseball. And so, like I said, I'm excited to be, uh, to go to St. Louis. Dodgers have, you know, the tough series, The car, even though the Cardinals are, uh, you know, kind of on a losing streak and they haven't been playing very well and, you know, they, they have lost their division lead. They're only a couple games behind the Brewers, but they are definitely in a bit of a tailspin. Um, but they always play the Dodgers tough, you know, and then obviously the Dodgers go into San Francisco this weekend 
and aside from hating the fucking oh what am i talking about the dodgers play the angels this weekend i'm sorry i was looking at next week's schedule and uh, silly silly me um so yeah the dodgers play the angels this weekend in anaheim obviously there's probably going to be a lot of uh a lot of Dodger fans there, a lot of Angel fans there, maybe, <laughs> never fucking know, dude, um, they're not playing very well, they just got swept by the Orioles in a four-game series, which is fucking, ugh, man, I mean, yes, the Orioles have won, like, what, like, seven games or eight games in a row, but the Angels have two of the best players in Major League Baseball, there's no fucking excuse as to why it they fucking suck, dude. But anyway, so three games with the cards, two games with the Angels headed into the All-Star break. And, uh, you know, I think the Dodgers will have a good week. I mean, they could, they could potentially keep this fucking winning streak. Like, I'm glad they get a day off, you know, for this travel day. But then they're going to have to shoot back to L.A. Uh, they don't get an off day in between St. Louis and Anaheim. So, you know, that might be a game they lose just because they're tired. But you never know. So, um, nonetheless, I'm excited about going to St. Louis. If anyone listening is going to be in St. Louis, hit me up, dude. Like, I'm probably going by myself. My girlfriend's heavily into watermelons. They're about ready to start coming out now, so she can't go anywhere. So, um, and I was going to go with my brother-in-law, because he's a Cardinals fan, but uh, he thinks he shouldn't go for some reason, dude. I don't know. Um, so anyway, you guys... Uh, thanks so much for listening. Um, yeah, actually, that's pretty good for being stoned. I'll be honest. I didn't think I was going to make it through. but <laughs> um, If you are, are listening to this and you happen for some reason to be near Tulsa, I'm going to be at the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Tulsa um, Wednesday, July 20th through Saturday, July 23rd. And uh, the Drillers are in town while I'm there, so I may go to another game since uh, I fell asleep through more than half of the game when I went last week. Hopefully I'll see Bobby Miller and I can actually watch him and not be fucking asleep and blurry-eyed. <laughs> um, because now that I think about it, dude, I was asleep the first two innings, basically, when I was by the bathroom. And then when I was at my seat, I was basically asleep. So I really don't remember anything about the game other than when I did finally come to, the Drillers gave up 14 runs. So maybe I'll go to the game that Sunday. Um, anyway, you guys, thanks for listening. This has been My Blue Thoughts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do me a favor, leave me a review, rate the podcast, subscribe. It helps me in the algorithm, and then more people will discover this podcast. We go ride it till we just can't ride it no more. From the side.